Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Steve Mogg. Today we are joined by Joyce Tungy, Offa Foykow, and Joe Drayton. Uh, we are recording this podcast on the land of the Barramatical people of the Darug Nation. Sovereignty was never ceded, and we offer our uh, respect to their elders past and present and seek to grow relationships with their emerging elders. Mm-hmm. Friends, hello. It's great to see you all. Hi. So I know I introduced you and said Joyce, Offa, Joe. Here we are. So we all work, we are the Pulse team. Yeah. What's Pulse? Yikes, what a question. Oh, let's ask the person who should know the most, Joe Drayton. Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Mark. Uh, my name's Joe Drayton. I've been team leader for about, oh, I think this is four weeks. Six Three minutes, yeah, yeah. Six and a half minutes, exactly, yes. Uh, what is Pulse? Pulse is the heartbeat of the church. We are Amen. the... Blood that flows, we are the wind beneath your wings. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I like it. We're told we're the future of the church, but in so many ways, I want to think that we are the now and the near and that we're in touch with what's going on. Mm. Not so much about, you know, what could be. So just to pick up even on that, we are told that we are the future of the church. Yeah, big. Without jumping ahead, like fact or fiction. Oh, I want to say f- somewhere in the middle there. Mm-hmm. I want I want that to be very real, and but I don't want that to be the only future for the church. Yeah. I don't want us to sure. be relying on what the people that we're working with or that we're, mm. we're expected to be working with, but that you know we're part of, you know, holding hands and singing kumbaya with everybody about yep. what is the future of the church. And it's it's dismissive, isn't it? Like if we start to say that well, young people are the future of church, it means that everybody else isn't. Correct, exactly. So I don't want to say that we're it because we can't be it. We can't physically possibly be it, partly because you and I are yes. not young anymore. And demit- <laughs> well, speak, speak for yourself. Um, and you. <laughs> that, really, that hits me in a special I'm place. I'm so sorry. Edit that out. It's fine. No, nothing's getting edited. I'm too lazy. The, but the flip side of that statement also, that young people are the future church, also diminishes their place in the church now. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So we find ourselves in this glorious dichotomy yep. where we understand the best intention that is made in that statement, and yet Pulse exists, living right in the middle of that. Mm. And it's such a strange place. Offer, what is Pulse? Important. Yay. That's it? I mean, I thought Joe kind of covered it all. I was going to say, I think my biggest frustrations is always people looking at young people today for the future literally what you just said that's why i was like and i'll be quiet now because mox already made the point but yeah it's there are young people today who are making a change today Mm -hmm. and not just for the future not just for their future yes i mean like young kids today we see especially in advocacy they're everywhere (sighs) in climate change in indigenous indigenous empowerment lgbt issues they are here today don't, don't push them aside. Don't ignore them. How how can we make them a part of the church today as well as the church of the future? Yeah, solid. And going back to the church of the future thing, it's a heavy burden to lay oh. on young shoulders. Too much to lay so on much young pressure. shoulders. And, yeah. and without getting into some of the stuff that leans into that, yeah. when you say you're the future of the church and you look at the church now and go, man... Like the church mm. needs some help. Mm. If I'm that's if if that's my future, I don't want to be a part of that. Mm. Like some of the, the that stuff that lands into it. Mm. Joyce, what's pulse? Um, I think pulse for me is the woohoo, let's go, <laughs> yes, 
Stand up. Stand up again. <laughs> and again. Yes, I hey. think that me, that's what pulse is. Preach, yes. sister. And, <laughs> and I think um, we're in a wonderful space where we journey with young people and make sure that they're they're set and they're ready to um, carry on the baton on our in our relay. Mm. And be like, oh my! And I'm gonna stand in the crowd, um, front row. And whenever you need me to come back and run the race with you, we are there. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's what I kind of like about where we are in our team and yeah. um, what we can do for our church. Because sometimes they forget we're part of the race as well, which mm. is not cool. But at the same time, it's encouraging. Sometimes we need to make that first uncomfortable step of. I'm here too, and my friends, and we're gonna we're gonna be part of your relay. So yeah, I think that's for me. That's what Pulse is. That's glorious. Mm. Well, that's the Pulse report for Synod this year. <laughs> <laughs> we're glad that you could join us. Thank you. Are there any questions? Lots of yellow cards. Um, <laughs> so with us being the Pulse team, obviously we're not all sitting in each other's pockets doing the same thing. Mm. What do you do as a part of the Pulse team, Joe? Um. Very good question. I'm still trying to work that out. But I am appointed to lead this team, to, yeah. to empower you guys to do more. And then what I want to do is find more people to do the more with you so yes. that you're not actually doing all the more. Yeah. And so that we are creating cohorts. We're creating energy. We're creating a dynamic in the church because we don't know what the answer is to what the church is of the future. Yes. The potential is enormous in the United Church for the future of this church because we're asset rich, we're, we're people rich, we're mm. theologically sound and and broad. Mm. And so uh, my role is, I think, for me in this role, is to find new edges to that mm. and, to, and to help you guys find more people and engage more people and, you know, how, how do we do that together? Yeah. That's, yeah. I think, what I'm doing. Rich is a great theme in that too. And yeah. I've got a question for you later on that, yeah. Joe. Joyce, what do you do in the Pulse team? Uh, what do I do in the Pulse team? Um, my role in the Pulse team is to work along um, in specified ministry within children's and family. Yes. Right now, super exciting time. We're oh, yeah. coming into our kids' camp out 2023. Oh, hey. By I the time everyone's it. heard this, I know. it'll be done. <laughs> yeah. So how about? So was KCO, Joyce? Oh, just, just like we're out... We're like a few days out from KCO and I'm just loving the vibe. I'm not too sure if I'm going crazy yet, but I'm super excited and bring it on. Like, let's go team. Just just want to be amongst the young people and the wisdom that, that we can all bring and the wisdom that children's and family ministry bring. Not only the kids yes. and the quirkiness and they're funny Ooh. and like the random things we, we talk about with our children, yes. but also the wisdom of their leaders. Yes. And that yeah. includes our parents, that includes our families. What does it mean to be a whole church together with young people? So, yeah, yeah. that's where I'm at with um, the Pulse team. Fabulous. Thank you. Mm. From, what are you doing the Pulse team? Hello, I'm off. I work for Pulse. Um, <laughs> really? Great. Um, I am the youth ministry lead. Um, so one of the bigger events I'll be leading this year is our uh, Uniting Youth Camp. Yeah, come on. Second time running Second it. Second time Let's in go. a row. Thank you, COVID, for <laughs> stopping that for a while. Um, but yeah, so I'm kind of in the midst of that, even though that's in October. I'm like super pumped for these. Yeah. High schoolers to come back to this mountaintop event and just experience 
this time together. Mm. The fun, um, the crazy, the loud activities and doing it all centered around Christ. Yes. And so outside of that scope, I meet with youth leaders, ministers, youth groups, and just get a feel of their energy, see how I can support them, whether it's resourcing, whether it's just connecting um, other youth groups or leaders to each other, because I feel like that's really important. Like, it's great when everyone's doing their own thing, but it's kind of even better when they're like, oh, my gosh, let's do stuff together because we have similar, you know, paths and stuff like that. Um, And so I think that's, especially as a team, that's one of the blessings that I am working within, like just connecting these young people together where sometimes they don't feel as supported, Mm -hmm. especially by the wider church, no offence, but it's the reality kind of thing. (laughs) That's the wrong podcast to be saying. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I I just, I love it. I love seeing the joy and even sometimes the hardships because it's it's seeing the leaders help these young people through and then also trying to support the leaders because it's not easy for them to... Um, yeah, it's just a great big ball of mess, but a blessing <laughs> to yeah. be a part of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Mark, what do you do with the project? Oh, look, as little as possible. Um, <laughs> which is why I'm in young adult ministry. <laughs> we've, we've, we've noticed we weren't going to say anything wow. on the podcast. <laughs> I've got oh, all of the stuff. On. I'm doing all the work here. <laughs> what is this all about? Uh, I'm Mark. video, it's okay. No, it's all right. <laughs> I'm Mark. I also work for Pulse. Uh, and I focus on young adult ministry. So in, in the, the scope of how we fit together, Joyce, with your children's and family stuff, that's little people and, and their carers. Yes. Up till what, grade six-ish really, isn't it? And then offer you take over when they get to grade seven mm-hmm. and you hold them until the end of high school, sort yes, of the, the buffer out of that. Yep. And that's where, so we have these great overlaps yeah. where your stuff offer and Joyce close together, yes. particularly if we think of the days of Priority One where you would have yeah. your grade six group transitioning into youth group. And now uh, the the extension is youth group into young adults yep. because we also acknowledge that it's not just ministry, if I say to young people, it's ministry with yep. young people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's lots of youth aged and young adult aged people that engage in children's ministry. Yep. There's a bunch of young adults that engage in youth ministry. Yep. So it's working in each of those spaces as yep. well. So it's it's... A part of uh, connecting with not only the the incredible young adults that we have within our movement and encouraging them as they find their place, as they come to understand a, a, a smidgen, a bit of what God has in store for them and how they can engage and, and be in part of that, encouraging them in their local context as much as connecting them to the wider church yeah. and trying to, well, if they want to get on committees, we can find them spots trying to keep them off committees just because they're a young person. Because <laughs> they're <laughs> spots. Fight, that's right, fighting the, the battles. And then also engaging with, uh, in the same way, the people that lead them. So there are a small handful of, of young adult leaders, as in people who lead young adult groups yeah. within the life of our, our synod. And then we also are, are very fortunate to have a number of tertiary chaplains yeah. who engage in ministry yeah, yeah, yeah. specifically in those spaces. And that's not to suggest that those that go to TAFE or don't go to uni aren't important. It's just that that's an extension of I've been at school, I'm continuing my schooling. Mm. So there's this great little... It's another um, captive audience. Yeah, this cluster. Resource, yeah. And a really critical time. Because while yeah. we acknowledge that young people are making decisions heaps earlier in their life, into youth and even you know late primary school, when you get to young adult uh, university particularly, all bets are off. Mm. All the stuff that you thought you knew you are presented with a whole bunch of new variations of that. Yeah. And so 
we find often that young people head to university or step out into adulthood, into the world, and look, we, we pray that God is with them and that they're making good choices and doing all those sorts of things. When they're confronted by all of the choices in the so world. many more options. Yeah. It can be confronting for mm. them. It can, they need support again. Everything that maybe they tied their, their foundational stuff to yeah. can get undermined either because they want to or because it's they've been challenged about yeah. them and they've never been challenged before. So young adult ministry is this gl- glorious mix of all of that stuff and I'm uh, deeply privileged to be involved in, in all of that stuff. Uh, it does open up for us, though, some real questions. Like, we have ordained people and lay people that lead our congregations and do all sorts of ministry things. Mm -hmm. Why do we need the Pulse team? Like, we we know what Pulse is and we know a bit of what Pulse does. But why engage in youth ministry? Can't we just get Reverend such and such or, you know, Frank, who's been the youth group leader for 13 years, can't he just run, like, youth ministry for the sinner? Why do we need youth ministry? Why do we need ministry with small people and young adults? What's important about that? I, th- I think there's um, an importance of being intentional yep. as a church. And I think as much as individual leaders, ministers, lay leaders um, may have passions and um, skills and stuff, I think a group is needed to help facilitate or, or build those, make those spaces. Mm-hmm. Because I think for a while there hasn't been spaces like that at least when before the pulse team not intentional spaces yeah, yeah. And, and it's really hard mm. for you know even even experiences for youth leaders youth groups without something like pulse it's really hard for them to then find and connect and network to find sure. the who can we camp with who can, because not every leader has that skill right mm. um so the the intention behind a behind a specific team to help facilitate these spaces i think is needed we're also about leadership development. Yep. We we have an increasing focus, and we're doing more work on that this year yep. and the coming years, about developing leaders in those spaces, resourcing yeah. leaders in those spaces. Um, there's a whole growing young program that yeah. someone can talk about in a minute if you want, um, that is intended to help the church grow younger and have a have a have an outlook that's focused on intergenerational worship and on... Um, creating spaces where young people can engage mm. in a way they understand. So that's part of what we do as well, and that's important to have those conversations in in cohorts and, and swap yeah. ideas and resource each other. So part of our thing is leadership <coughs> development. We've also got university programs and blah, 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 blah. But this is not the Pulse promo. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's not. That's next so, time. Correct. So, um, yeah, we have, we have a place for catching wisdom, bottling it, and distributing it. So why, why is ministry with um, children's and families and, like, little people important, Joyce? Oh, well, like, young people have always been left to the side or come in, do the food, in my uh, my experience, and then go to back to the side, where mm. Pulse Team is here to remind our... to just to remind the whole... the wider church body that young people are part of our... we're, we're part of the story. Mm. Yes. And that... The church is also here to work alongside us and to provide the space of formation yep. of what does it mean to know and love Jesus? What does it mean to follow Christ? Yep. And when we open for, and be intentional about those spaces, we really 
can um, be the hands and feet of Jesus on the ground. And I think that's super important yep. um, in our ministry as um, in the Pulse team. But also just to, um, like, we love and we support all the leaders mm-hmm. that we work with. Like, they're not, even though we're spread out across all New South Wales and ACT, yes. we we're reminded that we have lay, we have volunteers, we have ministers that just sometimes need, we need a bit of this, we need a bit of that. We need to start talking more about young people. And I think that's the beauty of where we are because we can be like, oh, so this is happening, this is happening. Mm -hmm. We, like, the the resources is so abundant within our church and just reminding the wider church that this is here where he... We're, we want to be part of your story. We can link it all up. We, we can yeah. link it all we up. We can capture yeah. it. We hear about it. We see it. We see it in action. We get to build relationships with yeah. people, and then we can link them all up. Mm. And and that's right. They can cross pollinate, and God willing, mm. you know, it all just goes boom. Yes, <laughs> and and that's really important, right? Because we don't <laughs> pretend that the pulse team are the keepers of all knowledge. Mm. No, no way. And and we really want to make sure that everyone recognizes that we are stating it publicly, video, audio. The pulse team don't know everything. We are in a position. Surprising as that may be. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly me with my long service Extensive, <laughs> extensive. Um, it, it is important that, that we engage with the people who are involved, the volunteers, the ministers, yeah. the, the, the yeah. leaders who have been faithfully serving, doing the stuff. Yeah. That also doesn't mean that they know everything either. We mm-hmm. love them and we care for them. We yeah. can introduce them to new ideas. They can introduce us to new ideas. And, and you know, Frank and Joan and, and Michael – who are involved in their local congregation or in their presbytery context can be involved with each other and go, well, we've tried this and this really worked well. So there's all of that stuff, which is great. Mm. And also you touched on it a, a bit before, Offer, um, in in our, you, you called it the mountaintop events. Yeah. Literally, I think every event we have is near or on top of a mountain, but that's not why you said <laughs> it like that. There, there's an economy of scale that Pulse brings mm. in having a synod focus, in having a... New South Wales ACT-wide focus that allows us to say, you know what, we can engage and set up a youth camp for high schoolers. Mm. We can set up something like Kids Camp Out, which is for our older primary age and, and their carers, yeah. and not expect like a cluster of congregations, not to say that they can't, but not expect them to do it. And, and while they would very graciously, I'm sure, open that up to anybody else that wanted to come, mm. we can own that with them. So where there's energy and enthusiasm to be involved in, like Kids Camp Act, come and be involved in the leadership yes. team. Where there's energy and enthusiasm to be involved in UIC, we want you on our leadership team or just come and be a leader mm. at the camp and provide that opportunity where we go from <laughs> we might have 10 or 20 or however many young people in our youth group as the example, Yeah, come to UIC and be with 80 other young people yeah. who then we know beyond the formal program stuff that we do, are talking about life, yeah. are engaging in stuff. And and then outside of their small groups, they're talking to their leaders or they're talking about other young people, new friends that they've made. Mm. And they're, it's not just like light stuff. The conversations that our young people, whether they are small, medium or large, are engaging in a, a deep questions of faith and theology and what does it mean to be a follower of Jesus. And you said something the other day that made me think about my experience and yeah. that stuff is super valuable. And the step outside of the everyday and the normal, that is Friday night or Sunday night youth group or whenever it happens for you, provides and opens up some of that because straight away my environment's changed. Mm. Things are, are yeah. a bit weird and a bit uncomfortable. And then there's other people that I don't see and, and all of that sort of stuff makes it 
an even more interesting and, and developmental process. Yeah. Along those lines, though, the church has heaps of expectations on young mm-hmm. people. We touched on some of them before. Uh, and it also has, frankly, fairly and unfairly, big expectations on the Pulse team. We're here to fight those battles. Don't worry, friends. We've got broad shoulders and we can hold them out. Given your experience, each of you, in ministry with young people, what I want to know is what is a myth, a huge myth that you've heard within the life of the church about ministry with young people? Or what's something that, um, I say this intentionally but very generously, what's something that you've heard an old person say about young people that maybe isn't 100% correct? If only we had a youth worker, we'd have young families back in the church. (gasps) But Joe, isn't that the truth? Not when you're going to employ an untrained, inexperienced 19 or 20-year-old. On two hours a week. On, even if it was six or eight hours a week, it's not going to change the world. Mm. Mm. But that's a common one. Um, I always hear, oh, we just need to start a youth group and then young people will come. Yes. Obviously. Mm. Obviously. Was the person that said that 68? (laughs) (laughs) I've, I've heard it from even parents wanting... Like with a good intention sure. of wanting their kids to have something. Yes. But I think yeah. without the community, without the, the whole community backing it and actually being yeah. involved actively and yeah, not yeah. just pass- up. and yeah. not just passively being like, oh, yeah, just start a youth group, have a youth worker yeah. or even a volunteer youth worker, which, mm. great, put a lot of pressure on them. And magically, young people will be here, drawn. Yep. From where, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's what I always hear. Yeah. What about you, Joyce? Oh, I think I've been told that young people don't know what they're doing mm-hmm. and they're just told to oh, just sit and listen Yep, and sh- and shut up. Mm. The Bible say clearly it. tells us Literally. That, that, you know, Jesus reaches out and wants children to come to him. Yes. He knows them. Mm-hmm. They know him. Yep. How can they not know? Mm. How can they not Tell see me. and hear and know? I find that hard. Because some of the greatest stuff comes out of kids. Yeah. Middle of an Easter service. Mm. Easter just gone. Um, the minister was doing kids talk. And blah, 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 and one of the kids yells out, it's about the sacrifice. And everyone yeah. in the church went, oh. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. actually, I love there's, that. there's a great deal of wisdom. There's yeah. this moment where everyone, I don't know if it was just me who paused and there was silence in my head for about three minutes, three seconds, where I went, wow, good on you, buddy. Mm. See, and there was just moments, such enormous yeah. insight into the simple message that, that you know, was being, mm. it was great. That, that young really person's great. now the New Testament lecturer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, okay. So he might be seven, <laughs> but <laughs> definitely on his way to being. Yeah. He's got an excellent yeah. thesis on Jude. I, yes. I have one that's, I think, a, a bit more recent which really grinds my gears because mm. I think it applies for both some senior high schoolers and then for a lot of young adults. I think an expectation and a myth that, oh, if we just put a young person on this committee, mm. we'll solve it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, yes. oh, that's interesting. Again, with the, is there any training, mentoring? Yeah. How are you actually yep. supporting young yeah. people? Are they gifts in being a committee, especially with the way we run on committees that committee. and meetings. But <laughs> even on that committee, because yeah. they might be someone that has great skills and can bring to yep. committee A, but committee B that you want to force them onto, they have no deal, no yeah. dice yeah. being there. Yeah. So um, just chucking people in the, young people in the deep end and being like, yeah, be on that committee and 
That's how we're going to support young people. Yeah. And then feeling Please disappointed know. when they don't make the contribution and don't yeah. solve the problem yeah. Yeah. because they feel so overwhelmed on that and the pressure and the pressure. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So we honestly, and, and I think we, it wouldn't be a bad idea. We could spend a whole episode talking about the myths mm. of youth ministry and, and all of those and sorts be the of things. But let's spend that time encouraging. Bust it. No, no, but to bust them, yeah, to talk yeah. that stuff out, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I'll throw one I'll throw one into the mix, uh, and it's it's an old standard for mine, that, that congregations that are keen to re-engage or keen to, to re-enliven their ministry with young people, um, we just need to get a minister with it, with a family yep. so yeah, that we yeah, can yeah. start That's a youth a group yeah. or restart a youth group. So true. Um, and apart from navigating the, the nature of how we call people and who we call, are we calling you know the minister's partner and their children or are we calling the minister, mm. all of those sorts yeah. of things. Absolutely. Um, that's a lot of pressure to put on a whole family oh, just a that little. is coming new into your, if indeed they accept yeah. the call. Yeah, but is their skill, is their gift, is their call, yeah. ministry with young people? I or is their, is their skill, gift and call, amazing theology or community engagement with over 70s? Mate, that who knows? It's just, the assumption is yeah, ridiculous. That yeah. minister's seven-year-old and ten-year-old are not responsible. No, yeah, again, the right. pressure yeah, you're putting on these kids, yeah, yeah. on the wife or yeah. partner, like... Yeah. The other one that I'll drop in there, and this is the, uh, this is a mic drop big moment, there are no young people in our community. Oh, I love that one. And and I, I understand, I've been able to navigate that when an, uh, particularly an old person so, says that, they mean in our church. Yeah. A congregation. Yes. <clears throat> in our congregation, that's right. And the reality is that for, I'm going to stick my neck out and say for 90% of our buildings in just our denomination, in our movement, there are at least two schools within 10 kilometres of the building. But also in the building, there's probably a ballet school, a playgroup, mm. yep. community run. And then and then and then. You know, autism support group. Something yeah. and something and there's something. There's something going on in those community spaces that are, happen to be churches that people rent, use and, you know, frequent. Yeah. There's The community's in there. Oh. It's how do we engage with them? At a practical layer... Some congregations are absolutely leveraging their asset to, to make sure that it helps pay for and maintain yep. it by engaging absolutely. the community and drawing absolutely. it in. And they're yeah. missing the really huge intentional missional opportunity that appears on their doorstep and in their hall yeah. three to five times a week. Yeah. And we and we don't want to. We're not being critical. We're not. We're not trying no, to no. point yeah. out. We're not trying to be. We're not. We're not criticizing. Uh, <laughs> but 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 some of these myths need to be busted because there's encouragement in actually pulling that apart and wondering what else might we do and how might we do something differently. Yeah. Mm. So rather than just flinging rocks, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. where we're saying these things are unhelpful messages, it maybe have a think about them, ask a question mm. yep. and, and rethink. My middle we, name's David and I brought a slingshot to work today. Um, <laughs> doesn't matter. You know what I mean. The, so <laughs> given that, in fact, <laughs> I'm, I'm flinging rocks. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you raise a good point in that, you know, dance classes and all sorts of things come yeah. into it, like come onto our property, mm. the world breaking into God's, if we want to yeah. you know, mangle that metaphor. So what then, friends, just one idea. If a congregation or a presbytery wanted to re-engage or re-enliven or even restart their ministry with young people, what's one thing that they could think about doing or start doing or try or have a meeting about because we do that really good. Yep. 
listen, listen carefully. Mm. Listen to who or to us? Ask them. Ask the the users of the space. Ask Mm. the young people what's helpful, what's good, what might be lacking, what, what can we do to help, how can we... You know, engage with you. How can we interact? So ask so the question have those, and listening. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Where you've got those opportunities, yeah. ask the questions and then shut up and listen. Yeah, turn up and talk to them. Yes. Don't just give them limitations on what they can't do in your building. Yeah, yeah. Joyce, what's one thing that oh, they I can do? I love Stuart. Just you need to turn up. Yep. You mm. need to turn up and see what's going on. Um I think it's it's super easy um for church communities to be like, all right, so what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? It's the first step of stepping out of your comfort zone, out of the church, and really turning up to hear what the what the community want and what can you offer the community. And I think in like there's so much gifts and skills that churches have mm. that they can offer to the community yeah. and they can do other than just l- allowing groups to hire out the hall, yes. hire out the church. And spaces like that. Mm. Offer? Um, for for churches and congregations that have young people actually within their yes. congregation itself, yes. I would say be intentional about building relationships with yeah. them. Like mm. actually have conversations with them. Don't just out of the bat judge them for the things that might, they might say or even how they might initially react to you yep. trying to start building that relationship. Tease that out for me. What do you mean by building relationships? Because so, if I'm someone else's dad and I oh, want to build oh, a relationship yeah. with, you know, my friend's yep. son who's in grade eight, what does that look like? I think um, like having conversations, mm-hmm. having conversations to get to know the young people in your environment, in your congregation. Yep. So, you can build it to a point where they feel the community supporting them for who sure. they are, yep. for how they're growing, for yes. the goods and the bads. Because I think young people may feel really judged at times, yep. especially by the church, mm. um, in, in my experience. And so it's it's about breaking that yep. and, and having them feel loved and understood and being yep. like, oh, actually, I can keep coming here even after – my parents stop nudging me to be like, yeah. oh, come to church on Sunday because yeah. it's really important. Oh, go to youth group because it's really... Like when you start making those decisions for yourself, yes. as a young person, when you feel support and love in a community, it's yeah. so much easier to be like, this is a space I want to continue to come be Can a I part of. Yeah. That is something that, that occurs to me in that conversation. Mm-hmm. There's so much in building those relationships. We, we have a series of generations now. We mm. talk about generation X, Y, Z, alpha, etc. Yep. So the generation gap that we used to talk about when I was a girl mm. is a totally different thing. We've actually yep. now analysed it, categorised it, yep. documented it. And, yep. you know, there's, there's so much you can read about the, the generation yep. gaps. So when you're talking about building relationships, there's a lot to think about. Yep. And there's huge differences between people who are somebody's father's age yes. and yeah. the seven or eight-year-old that mm. we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So those things need to come into it and space needs to be made for that. Yeah. Yes. Um, and consideration and insight and understanding and learning and go do some research, go do some reading yes. mm. about so what that generation is um, because there'll be some characteristics of that age group that are well-documented and are accessible. Yes. So maybe, maybe a little bit of research to take you outside your own head and, yes. and what your expectation of church is and perhaps what those young people might be thinking, wondering, expecting, hoping for yeah, yeah. in an environment that's healthy and, and helpful for them and, and may engage them in a conversation about faith yep. without the expectations overlaid upon either behaviour yeah. or, yep. or outcomes or dress or 
<laughs> yeah. Whatever, because the kids have are growing yes. up in a totally different world. Yeah. The, oh the nuances, yes. some of them are nuances, and some of them are just buckets of difference, just right? Between obvious, yeah. the generations are, are, are vital, and to for me to connect the two things that you're saying within the Pulse team, we're really passionate about. Uh, Fuller Youth Institute's growing young yep. as a as a yeah. process and a, and a way to encourage a congregation to change its culture and, and reconnect or, or to restart its ministry mm. with young people. And that thing that you were talking about offer particularly really resonates with me because it speaks about one of the six core competencies that they have within growing young is empathy. Yeah, and yeah. that relationship stuff is so vital. Yes. In in yeah. the in the book, they talk about sitting in the gutter next to young people mm. as and and being with them, not telling them how to fix it, but being with them, watching their problems float by mm. so that we're, we're just in it with them. You know, yeah. to, to, to lean into a biblical reference, it's the people that eventually shut up and sat down next to Job and covered themselves in ashes with him mm. and just sat there. Mm. Yeah. That relationship stuff is vital. And, and, a, and a really positive way that they talk about it in, in Growing Young is to flip the notion of ratios. In safe church, we understand we need to have one leader, so many kids, and it's allowing us to do things in a way that is empowering and supportive and encouraging. In Growing Young, they talk about having four or five adults intentionally invested in relationship care of a young person. Now, that's not overwhelming them every time they walk in the church door. It's being accessible and and intentional in the way that I engage in that young person's life. Yeah, an informed, safe church engagement. Absolutely, that is that is informed by our royal commission. Yes, the fuller stuff isn't, but our but our you know adaptation of it is. Yes, Mm. and so all all the things are important to keep children safe. So it means talking with their carers and saying, "Hey," or or even the church culture is, "Hey, uh, person." Your son, you know, seems to get on well with Offer and Joyce and Malk. We'd like to make them part of his team. Um, and what that means is that when, you know, he's got a big soccer game on the weekend, we just turn up and yell like banshees for him. We are there for no other reason than for that young person. Mm-hmm. Or they've got a big, you know, band concert at, at school or something, something, something. But also invested in the – while it's really great to say, hey, young person – What's going on this week? I've got a maths exam. Hey, no worries. I'll pray for you. That's great. Like super effort, well done person. Next week, hey, young person, how did the maths exam go? Mm. How do you feel you went? uh, I see you. I hear you. I value you. Yes. You are important. It's it's that stuff together because if we lean into that relationship stuff, we overcome all of the things that we generationally think separate us and divide us. You know, we 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 know that... For the first time last year, Generation Y became the bulk of our workforce. Mm. Like in not just our nation globally, but mm. let's just think here. We know that there are more and more boomers living longer, which offer us all sorts of pressures around homes, around pensions, around taxes, around all sorts of the things that we're feeling. What, why our millennials and Gen Zs yeah. look at the property market and go, I am never, ever owning a brick of a house. Like it's ludicrous stuff. And that's that. None of that changes, except that when we invest and engage ourselves intentionally in the relationship, you know, in the lives of other people, and are willing to recognise God at work in their lives and be people who offer the fruit of the spirit to them, then all of a sudden, the fact that you know I'm a this person or I'm a that or I'm a generation conflict or yeah. something something yeah. fades into nothingness. Mm. The good news, you know, the 
transcends all generations. Yes. Mm. The message is consistent. Thank and, God, and, right? And, and, and yeah. yes, Truly. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, is the, is the thing that holds us all together, binds yeah, us all yeah. together. So that, that, you know, don't be scared to talk to young people because oh. they're from generation <coughs> Q, whatever. They are scary, but don't be scared. <laughs> yeah, well, we're all scary, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all come with nuance and baggage yeah. and whatever. Welcome but to the podcast. I'm the scariest thing you ever met. Yeah, yeah. Final thoughts. Anything we want to add to that brief introduction to Pulse Conversation? I think just before that, in regard, because you mentioned presbyteries. Yes. Mm. I think don't don't fall into the trap of just having, oh, let's just employ one half-time Oh, but offer, person. if we employ someone. <laughs> <laughs> they can solve everything. Yeah. But I think, I think it's... It, it, it would be helpful if you had a presbytery plan or strategy on how yes. you're actually looking to help support your, the congregations, how to support your presbytery in, how can we build spaces yes. within? What pockets, What what's our actual dem- demographic within this presbytery, within congregations, and how can we work towards? Whoever could a presbytery like contact to help them develop that strategy offer? Joe. Specifically, we're happy to work We've alongside with you. That's ready to go. And mm. even working alongside other presbyteries, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But there's a whole wide world of possibility and possibility yeah. and discussions yep. to be had. Yep. So. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And look, PS from Mog, anything less than half time is a joke. <laughs> that's my personal bias. Friends. Uh, what? Yes, Joyce. No, no, no. I, um, in the midst of our sharing, I, I remember one of the crucial things as well as we offer and I are young leaders and growing into the space and really digging deep where the Pulse team can um, help nurture mm-hmm. our young people. I do remember our moderator, um, Simon Hansford, told us Corrected and continues to tell the church as old, oldies that were. We're, we're, we're becoming oldies now. Yeah, yeah. slowly. We are slowly. Oh, but God, there's so much going on in this already. <laughs> but he did, on, he did bro. say, um, as leaders of the church, we need to bless our young people and get out of the way. Hell yeah. yeah. And when we get out of the way mm, and on. support and love and nurture them in whatever capacity their contexts are. Mm. So there's mm. not only one way, there's not only one mm. way to love and nurture, but yeah. we're so down for the varieties and the uh, diversity of what young people and the church can bring. Yes. So, mm. yeah, let's go. We have let's not even touched go. on We talked on generation right. gaps. We didn't talk to, about the whole interculture thing and, yeah. And, yeah. and the differences there and the similarities there. and the yeah. blah, 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 blah. There's differences between cultures? That's another podcast. That is another podcast. There's so much, friends. We've barely scraped the surface. This has been wonderful. If anything that that offer Joyce, Joe, or I have raised, we would love you to reach out and have a chat with us. We are very approachable. We buy great coffee. We know where there's some great beverage of choice. For me, it's going to be coffee. Um, We know great places where we can take you to have that sit down and have those conversations and encourage you. If you want to be in touch, you can email us at contact-pulse at newsouthwalesact.uca.org.au. You can get all of our contact details from our website, which is pulse.uca.org.au. Or, of course, for all of the young people. Socials. We are on the socials. Uh, at TikTok, we're, we're slowly going to convert the Chinese government. We're on TikTok. <laughs> we're on Insta. <laughs> um, we're even on Twitter for old people, at 
UCA Pulse. Okay, Twitter's not just for old people. Twitter's a great... Uh, that's besides the point. Twitter's so definitely... Another podcast. Yes. That's another podcast. It's definitely for old people. It's definitely for old crazy people. Now, Anywho, sure. moving on. We would love <laughs> no to know... Judgment. No judgment. We would judgment love to hear here. from you. We would love to know what you think. Please mm. do give us feedback because we're just having a red hot go at this. Yes. And we would love you to get involved in the Uniting Church's number one podcast for youth ministry. Wow. Uh, Propaganda. Because that's who we are right now, friends. After the first episode. Come at us, everybody. <laughs> we want you to prove us wrong. This has been the Pulsecast. Wow. My name's Steve Mock. You've been with Joyce Tungy, Offa Foykow, and Joe Drayton. Uh, we look forward to chatting with you next week. Uh, bye. Bye. bye.